0: Yo, yo. What's up? We're like grooving a little harder than. I guess yeah. we got that that new year, new year groove still. We'll keep we'll keep that going for a little we bit. We got
1: a new year, new groove.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Same, technically same groove, but feels year, feels a little groove. better. Different yeah.
1: Numbers at the end of the date that
0: you write. This is this is going to be explored more in Yo Can we live, but Peanut got two outfits for the holidays, but also an alter ego, and this pertains <laughs> to the next thing. Her alter ego, uh, and I I, I, I basically this came together. Uh, I started calling her this, and then it sort of became like this is what she would name herself if we were told if we told her she needed to fit in with high society. So she has named herself Tina Fondue. <laughs> the mm. uh, the tech investor. I
1: didn't know she named
0: herself. She named herself Tina Fondue. We tried to talk her out of it, but it's like uh, it's great. She, you know, because to mm-hmm. her fond, Fondue is the fanciest possible thing. <laughs> and she does. Um, if you say Tina right, she'll respond to Tina. Because how you are you changing
1: this elderly dog's name, Tina? She she looked at slowly looking. in a way that was like,
0: are you fucking she's serious? This. She's hating this. Uh, but which is all to say, um tech investor Tina Fondue will not be at our SF sketchfest show. Um no. because she is currently um under indictment from by by the uh the DA in San Francisco. In,
1: yeah, she's I wanna not say allowed. Menlo
0: Park? She's
1: not a lot back in uh,
0: San Francisco
1: city limits or
0: uh, yeah, county. Well, limits. she's innocent. I just want I and everyone want to, uh, the world to understand that Tina Fondue is innocent of all charges. But in the meantime, mm. she will be staying uh, away from Silicon Valley. Um, but that doesn't mean you have to. <laughs>
1: And that was because of the um, Theranos style company that she launched. Uh, yes, it was an app for it was a dog dog pain levels app where your dog mm-hmm. was supposed to be able to tell you when they were mm-hmm. hurt, when they were sick. Um,
0: in English. In English or any yeah. number of languages, yeah. But it, and turned it was out, all a fraud. It yeah, it was just a, it was just like it wasn't even AI. It was claimed to be AI, but it was just like a series of wave files. Yeah, it would just that would just play at random.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of dogs were very sick and uh, didn't get the help they needed.
0: Nope. Tragic. A few years ago, my mom brought my grandma to the hospital for some pain she was having. And the lady at the front desk said, OK, like on a scale of one to 10, what would you say your pain level is? My grandma went, um, probably nine, maybe 10. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the lady went, okay, well, normally, like, 9, 10 is, like, unbearable throbbing pain. Like, you are, like, screaming in agony. And my grandma went, okay, 7, 8? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what number
1: gets me a doctor?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Why do they even... Ask what your pain level yeah. is if they're going to say, well, unless you screamed it at me, nine doesn't count. Yeah.
1: yeah. So you, it's either uh, up to five, go, go home yep. and, oh. and Googles, Google it. Between five and eight, okay, now we can talk. Above eight, we don't believe you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The scale has, has elements that are f- false. Simply uh, false. Uh,
1: sh- shout out to healthcare workers and ER and urgent care people. You guys are the backbone of society. Sorry,
0: but that's the that's the healthcare system, and yeah, you right. not shout out to the people that design that system by and large. I believe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we but not the very innocent Miss Tina Fondue will be at Cobb's Comedy Club on February 3rd at 7 p.m. for a uh, Yozis Racist Show for SF Sketch Fest. Yeah, um,
1: come, come see us.
0: Come hang out. It'll be fun. No tech crimes will be committed. None
1: that we know of.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess it's like, yeah, bring bring pitches for investment opportunities because yeah. we're, we're willing to hear them. Um, yeah, we're the sharks.
1: Um, We are uh, recording early. We have no news. And you know what that mm-hmm. means? That means you got a three voicemail week, my friends.
0: Three VM week.
1: Three VMW uh
0: so uh let's I don't know. why did that why did that gross me out? It's like too many letters <laughs> in an
1: acronym and I hate myself. <laughs> let's uh let's kick this first one off and then we'll take a break and then we'll do the rest of the show. That's how the show will go.
0: Yep. Here we go.
1: Hi guys.
2: Um I have a question. So I recently found myself having a do I or don't I moment when watching Renaissance when um Beyonce and Blue the black power symbol and I found myself saying as a white person do I also do that in solidarity and support or do I not do it because that's not for me that's a black people moment of power so can't
1: wait to hear your thoughts and thank you love the show, bye I just oh my Um, god caller, thank you for calling and I just pictured pictured this sweet person sitting in a Darkened movie theater, I know. a bowl yeah. of popcorn in their hand, and just whispering to themselves, "That's not for me." <laughs> not for me. No, 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 no. That's for them. That's not for me.
0: Here is a question, because because you saw you saw this <laughs> tour, and I didn't. But also, I have yeah. you seen it in the movie theater? I assume I have not
1: gone to see the film. I saw the tour itself twice.
0: Okay, Did you pl- are you in the movie? <laughs> you might be in the movie.
1: I doubt it because. Most of the footage, I think, came from the L.A. show I went to, but I was way up
0: high. Oh, right, right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. And
1: I do not remember seeing a camera, and you know your girl knows how to spike a lens. That's so.
0: true. <laughs> um, well, here's, here is my larger question. And look, I'm not part of a... I think I would find it hard to watch a concert movie in a theater Theater? Is that true? Maybe I'm just wrong. Well, However, this
1: is so, like, you want to get up and dance, so... Yeah. you are up and dancing, which I have seen lots of people doing on the internet. Yeah.
0: So that that, that uh, largely is my question, which is that, like, I don't have experience in this world, but, like, how much of the, like, choreography as you, uh, a person in the movie theater, do, do you typically go along mm-hmm. with... Uh, and I I understand that I'm like in this situation it might be correct and very common for everyone to be just doing the whole routine I get that or or yeah. your favorite parts or like you know whatever what were people doing at stop making sense Tawny Where's everyone like standing and dancing or when you saw that at Vidiot's, right
1: uh, I didn't see it at Vidiot's. I saw it at um A theater whatever it was like the A24 thing over yeah 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 Westwood or whatever. And weirdly, that was the one screening where people were not really moving in and up out of their chair, and it was very uncomfortable. Um, okay. But Weird. at other screenings of Stop Making Sense, people are up and dancing, because it's yeah, that's what crazy right. not to dance.
0: Because it's like, <laughs> right, because it's like a concert multimedia experience. It makes sense to dance. Okay, okay, okay. Because yeah. obviously my first reaction to this was you know, do you go to other movies and just do, you know, the choreography from the... the like? movements? Yeah, you're like, you are you doing an Indiana Jones whip in the... <laughs> are they in um, Godzilla
1: minus one just like <laughs> smash?
0: <laughs> ah, I'm sure kids are. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And even as I say that, there are probably screenings where people absolutely do do that. So maybe I'm just uh, going to the wrong oh movies. Yeah, that's so funny. That's
1: so funny. Yeah, I think... I think things like musicals, and I definitely when I saw the Cats, uh, the last like the last time I went to the movies before COVID was to see Cats twenty nineteen, and I saw it at the <laughs> Alamo Draft House, and I ate a burger and drank a huge <laughs> goblet of wine, and we were like full singing, full dancing, it was insane.
0: That sounds like a blast.
1: It was so stupid and great. It was one of my most. Fa- it was a, a friend and former employee of the show, Alex Kleiner, and I. It was one of my hmm. favorite movie going experiences. So. I'm I'm down for the moving around in the movie theater. I, I mm-hmm. guess I'm just laughing at this person's hand wringing over I, one moment in that film.
0: I will say, because to, to me, the most famous, and maybe, sorry, Beehive, don't come after me, but the most famous Black Power salute is the 1968 Olympics one. Or not most famous, but one of the, like, I guess what I mean is the one where there's white people in it. <laughs> yeah (laughs) in the photograph yeah Yeah. um and i had not realized until i guess kind of recently somewhere on twitter someone pointed out that the the white guy was like with them and wore like a pin in support but was was like this is a, a black power salute i'm not gonna do it um sure and then the other side of this and this is more of a uh trickiness of the labor movement but one of the one of the things that i realized i have an opinion on um that i didn't think because i'm with you i'm like oh you know kind of like this is weird or cute and weird but like what is the consequence but the number of white people on the picket line that were doing i guess these sort of like labor movement power fist in the air Mm -hmm. did start to make me uncomfortable so I'm I i, I I'm realizing I just have an instinctive reaction, which is, to me, it is a Black Power salute also. And I don't love when white people do it. Or Asian people, if I'm being honest. I understand that I'm probably wrong, but...
1: No, I don't know that you are. I also don't... I think I don't have an opinion about this. And I just, especially in a movie theater... It's one thing to be photographed on an international literal stage, like what you're describing about the Olympics. It is probably more powerful to say, hey, my position here as a non-black person is to be supportive in a different way, so I'm going to wear a pin. Mm -hmm. In the privacy of your, you know, (laughs) AMC-16 or whatever in Terre Haute, Indiana, honey, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care what you're doing. I'm just glad you went to the show and put some money in Miss B's pocket. (laughs) I don't care, and black people can be mad at me and and say that there are strong scholarly reasons why I should care, and that's okay too.
0: Yeah, I I think to me maybe I I am definitely reacting to the picket line where it was just kind of like like many writer writers guild things. Look, oh you know obviously the strike tough, uh, the labor solidarity good. <laughs> mm-hmm. However, our guild because of Hollywood is whiter than it should be. And thus, some of uh, some of the white folks, like, you know, in solidarity type messaging, I was a little like, <laughs> you know, yes. And I guess on the balance, you're certainly on the right side of things, but some of your language is a bit comfortable, I, yeah. I guess. Saying we a lot. <laughs> Yeah. You know, because to me, it's like if, if for whatever reason I was the white guy, if I quantum leafed into being the white guy on the podium... Uh, At the Olympics, what I would do if I were on video is make a big show of looking around, Mm -hmm, asking if it's cool, and then just slowly putting up like a half fist (laughs) and being like, they're cool.
1: Until a black person reaches (laughs) into frame. I assume that you're one shot on you. The black hand just reaches into frame and slowly puts it on top of your fist and lowers it back down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, cool, cool, cool.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I wasn't doing anything. That's how I'd write the sitcom version of you quantum leaping into that white Olympian's body.
0: Um, Because it does look like he doesn't support like like when the photograph is all that like remains without research, like the photograph absolutely makes it look like he doesn't support them. (laughs) <laughs> which is very like weird because because apparently he just really was down. I was like, this is not for me. None of this is consistent with what I just said about how I feel or, and it doesn't matter how I feel, but.
1: <laughs> but caller, if you go to the Olympics.
0: Yeah. If you quantum leap,
1: if you quantum leap to the Olympics, then you get to decide what you do in that situation. Um Caller, we did not help you except to say that you're maybe overthinking it for the place that you were in. But you know what? Like we always say, if you don't feel right about something that feels like it's for people of color, don't do it. If you feel like it's yeah. not for you, better safe because don't go making yourself uncomfortable to do yeah. something or, questionable.
0: Or like, or like taking familiarity, or taking like taking something without at least questioning it. Um, especially yeah. something like part of civil rights. Uh, so now we reversed also, ourselves
1: and say you're overthinking it, but I'll actually, thank you for thinking.
0: Also, also, it doesn't make you a bad fan if you don't do every second of the choreography of the Renaissance feature film. Yeah. It would be exhausting. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah, you can't do all that. It's fine. You shouldn't be able to do all that. Yeah, conveniently find that that's the moment where you take a break or like, you know, sit down for a minute. There's my popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we're bad advice today, but fuck it. Let's go. Let's take a break. Right? yeah. We're taking a break. We'll resume.
1: And now we're back. Back.
3: We're back. Let's kick another voicemail.
0: Here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Hi, this is Ellie. Your recent HR uh, calls have sparked the memories that I buried long ago. Uh, but so I'm here to tattle about HR. Uh, I was an AmeriCorps member, so it's basically volunteering for, uh, you know, local governments and nonprofits to, you know, be helpful. Um, and part of the training was just general office training, and they had a group come in. It was a very good group, but I don't think they were the right ones um, to come in to talk about uh, sexual harassment and equality and all that. So they decided the best way to do this was to do a Jeopardy game of terms of sexuality and gender, et cetera, you know, to make it a game. Um, But they recently, they were associated with some healthcare things. They had recently done a program that uh, tried to, you know, get people to do mammograms. Again, great. But they had some the leftover supplies from whatever that was. So the prizes that they gave out, every time someone gave a good answer in Jeopardy, they threw out a stress ball in the shape of a tit, a single tit. Um, but don't worry, they said it wasn't sexist. Because there were tits in many different colors. So there were all sorts of shades of tits and nipples. All the combos, all the sizes, all the shapes. And they were just tossing them around. And of course, all the men in the group started trading them for their favorite colors. Anyway, uh, I didn't remember that until I heard this last episode, I don't know why, just ridiculously sexist and racist HR shit. Bye.
0: Um, This one was kind of an old one, but I I was like, I I wanted to clear it out of the the 2023 hopper a little bit. And I was like, this one is too insane. And evergreen, so.
3: (laughs) I don't even, why did they have those?
0: Right. Even the good version of this thing is unbelievably wrong.
1: (laughs) Did she say where they came from?
0: She Yeah, so she said initially they were left over from a previous HR consultancy talk for mammogram health or for, like, you know, oh, right, breast, right, aware, right, 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 right. breast cancer health awareness, I guess. Sure. Here's, here's what I will just say. Is even that version, there's no version where, without even getting into right or wrong or any of it, but merely from a corporate liability standpoint, Mm-hmm. I just think producing a big old batch of boob-shaped stress balls, (laughs) like, that's, like, some fraternity shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking... Even if it's a, like, breast cancer health awareness thing, something else, little pink balls, whatever the fuck, anything besides, like, this thing that... It's not even an unintended consequence when it's so fucking obvious that this is gonna be used badly. Right? Yeah.
1: Or unless you unless you're only producing it to give out at your like like your breast imaging center. A place where the context is so clear
3: mm.
1: whether you give out the things the month you intended to or several months later because of <laughs> another thing. Everyone's like, Well, we work at the breast imaging place. We work at mammograms. Yeah you know the mammogram factory so this is what we do here and this makes sense the context is clear but yeah Uh,
0: like that feels like i mean it it probably isn't but it, it feels like closer to like no one no one at any point in the chain of command production ordering the products arrive you decide to distribute them Yes. There's leftovers. You decide to redistribute them. No yeah. one was like, "Hey, this is gonna be bad."
1: This is gonna. This will find a time when it is weird. This will yeah. find itself in the future when no one knows why these were made, and it's gonna be a weird look. Also, like it should the, have been
0: weird when they when it first got pitched.
1: I don't know if the caller misspoke or if this was actually them saying this stupid thing to her but when they said this isn't sexist because they come in multiple colors
0: i think she was quoting the yeah oh oh oh, right that's not
1: how that's not how sexism works so what they were actually saying was don't worry this sexism is racially inclusive (laughs) yeah that's what they should have said (laughs)
0: <laughs> and that's true intersectionality. Well, you know that's progress, right there. <laughs> mm-hmm, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that we all have to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Is
1: <laughs> but that is the funny thing when, like, uh, as we often talk about people who aren't used to having these types of conversations and talking about these nuanced things, when they just like d- do something like make a bunch of boob stress balls in different shades. I, I find a lot of times people go. Well, now it's okay. Now we ticked the, yeah. the box and we fixed it. So now it's fine. Thinking that all of the box, thinking that they can tick all of the boxes by doing like yeah. one thing. They're like, well, now this, this would have been bad and now it is good. And it's like, yeah. there's a lot there's a lot of ways a thing can be bad.
0: It's really like, essentially what they're saying is like, we wanted to be racist, but, yeah, but come we on. Didn't.
1: You B- know but us. But we know better. So now
0: it's...
1: <laughs> Now it's not racist. Ta-da. <laughs>
0: oh, back so... to helping America. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ.
1: Um, so call her, was there a question? No, she was just no. HR Tatlin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which we love. We love mm-hmm. um more of those in 2020. I want to say four. Four. I wanna Still say four. four. Yeah. I wanna say four right now. It you know, to the extent that like there's ever a time it's it's just like I guess this is a person that didn't have, was in the audience for this. But it's like, I think it is, to the extent that it's possible, it's okay to just be like, hey, this is fucking, if you must be corporate, if you don't want to say misogynist, you can just say inappropriate. Yeah. Because it is also not really appropriate.
1: (laughs) You can also just say, this is a bad look. Yeah. Because then that's not even you having to say, because I know at work you don't want to get labeled like the, uh, you know, the, the buzz killer, the shrew or whatever women often get labeled just for calling out obvious bullshit. Yeah. You can just be like, yeah, this is going to look, this looks rough. Like pictures from this event are not going to age well.
0: Yeah. Why would, why would we do this? Yeah. Also, why would we do? Yeah. Anyway. You're
1: like, I'm not calling it sexist. Yeah. I, I think this is cool. I'm cool. Like you bros. Um <laughs>
0: But I'm just worried uh, about the squares on the internet, what they're going to say. Yeah, the woke mob, you know, might come
1: after us for this obviously very dumb thing.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right, let's do another voicemail. (laughs) Here we go.
2: Hi, I'll try to be quick about my context. It's turning cold. I want to knit a scarf for my friend who is Indian and also a vegetarian for religious reasons. So I was Googling whether... um, that meant it was likely she would also not want to have a wool item. Um, And for some reason, Google then started suggesting all these weird questions about Punjabis, which I didn't even ask about. Um, But it was like suggesting, you know, all these other questions. Like people have also asked, like why do Punjabis think they're better? And uh, why is Punjabi music so interesting? And why do Punjabis show off? And I just was like, Google, that feels racist. And um, Google didn't care, and um, I just feel like maybe I'm just not understanding some like broader desi cultural context where Punjabis are more privileged, and it's like punching up. But it just it felt really bad to me. It felt weird,
3: and they wanted to get your take. That's all. Bye. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. I'm really enjoying the calls this week. I love this one. that's like, so I Google, can my friend drink milk? And Google came back, like, why are black people the cause of all of society's ills? <laughs> like My computer lost its mind and went I... racist, and it made me feel bad.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's sweet-ish of the caller to be like, maybe there's something I don't understand about like Desi culture that
1: <laughs>
2: well, lets
0: let's this be okay.
1: Um I, uh, yeah, say what you're gonna say and I'll say what I
0: Well I guess what I'm just saying is like it's like I the thing I like constantly hate is this idea that the computer or the algorithm or now AI which is just another algorithm, is somehow objective <laughs> as if this mm-hmm. thing wasn't created by humans, didn't have the knowledge base with other humans biases built in. And like none of it is objective. We're all choosing which biases we pretend are objective mm-hmm. um, and which like reality that this thing has. I mean it doesn't have. It doesn't have any concept of reality, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I just fucking yeah, I just hate this general idea that like maybe the computer knows, because we don't <laughs> understand as a consumer how it works exactly, so it must be objective.
1: Yeah, I I also think the caller was trying to trying she was trying to say, is there some intracultural conversation around this that I am not understanding? And yeah. my answer to you as a fellow outsider of that culture is, yes, there is an intracultural conversation around all diff- all types of, you know, Indian people. And it is not really for you to understand. So sure. you don't got to yeah. sweat it too much.
0: But uh, yeah, but it is wild that this tech company is like putting this out there as like other this is this is the other piece of the knowledge base.
1: Well, isn't that because that's what people have, those are the types of things people have been Googling, which just means that then there's no objectivity filter to go like, hey, maybe we don't need to, just because people are Googling things that lean into stereotypes, maybe we just need like a little filter that (laughs) that culls that a bit. So we're not just suggesting the stereotypes to anyone
0: I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, it's. It's them. Like, kind of blindly. Le- well, it's two things. One is like, obviously, this algorithm is not as smart as um, Google wants you to think, because this is just sort of, yeah, coldly taking what people wanted to know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and like sort of spitting it. You know, th- yeah, j- just like spitting it back, and it's like, yeah, okay, but like a human would be able to realize mm-hmm. that some questions are more valid than others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like some questions should be like, contribute to the general knowledge base. And some are just like, yeah, it's not, I'm, I'm not saying that like the mass of humanity is not bigoted. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this is, yeah. And the, this algorithm reflects our bigotry, like our broad collective bigotry. Mm-hmm. And a smart company would not perpetuate that hmm that's yeah. all i'm just like oh fuck yeah i hate tech so much
1: <laughs> um i know i know who doesn't though
0: <laughs> tina fondue tina. tina fondue tina
1: fondue um i was traveling with my good friend Punam patel we were in portugal and anytime we go out of this country Poonam can find the best (laughs) Indian food in any country anywhere and it's usually really sweet because like she'll be somewhere wild she'll be in Sweden she'll be in Vietnam wherever and she'll find an Indian restaurant and like you know part of that is like talking with the owner and telling her where her family's from and I think she has a lot of good memories of doing that. And I have now been with her twice where, well, one and a half times where it did not really go as (laughs) planned. Like, (laughs) the food was bomb. We found a great place. But in one instance in Costa Rica, the owner had no interest in talking to her. He was just like, oh, cool, you're Gujarati? Cool, whatever. She was like, "Uh, how many fucking Gujaratis do you see in Costa Rica? You don't want to talk to me? Um, And then the other instance, we were in Portugal And these guys were running like a juice, kind of like a drink stand and they had all these different juices and she comes up to them and she's like saying hello and saying where she's from. And the minute she said she's Gujarati, and I did not know this was a stereotype about Guju's, they both like shook their head and did this giggly (laughs) sound and movement They were basically like, oh, you silly, stupid fucking people. Like they had this like do-do-do-do-do kind of vibe. And she just was kind of like, yeah, that's us. We walk away. I was like, what the fuck was that? She was like, oh, my God, that's, Gujarati people always get that. She's like, because we're like funny and lively and fun. And she very much had like a, yeah, this is the positive spin on it. But I was like, that was wild to watch. You walked up to these people, told them where your family was from, and they mocked you so outright.
0: Yeah. That's wild.
1: It was so wild. So all, all right, well, nice meeting say, you guys. Take care.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: <laughs>
1: Thanks. So cool, this is eight cool. euro, this drink? Oh, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So all that is to say, nothing good other than, yeah, there's a bunch of intercultural shit that we don't know about. So
0: Yeah. I, I'm not yeah, it's not that it doesn't exist. It's just like, you know, way more context or do not put this in Google. Like. Yes. Yeah. No,
1: I'm just responding to the caller being like, is there something yeah. I should know it, about Punjabis yes, yes, and yes. privilege? And I'm like, no. <laughs> this is not something yes. you should know about.
0: <laughs> or really learn it. But like... I guess.
1: But well, what are you going to do with that info? Go, go tell a bunch of Punjabis how privileged they are? That's not a look you want.
0: I, I'm imagining this world where the, the dude in Costa Rica was like, I fucking moved here so I would never see another fucking Indian person ever again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I opened an Indian restaurant... To serve to white people. That was the other wild thing, though, is that, like, we've all been to restaurants that, you know, ethnic restaurants that cater to white folks. This shit was not like that. This was (laughs) for Indians. It was spicy. There were dishes on there that Poon was like, I have not seen this except for in India. And he just didn't, he just did not want to (laughs) talk.
0: It's a good sitcom.
1: But again, not that he had to. Again, not to like speaking, you know, speaking Spanish to uh, people.
0: I love a cranky I love a cranky tour. That's yeah. basically what I am. <laughs> yeah. <I think> you're <laughs> all my...
1: kind of cranky restaurateurs in a way. Oh mm-hmm.
0: boy. All right. Do we uh that's three voicemails. That feels like a good a good episode. We yeah, we on right. the short side, but what are you gonna do? You know? Um What are you gonna do? You know, if you're loving this vibe, come see us in in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's going to be touring is going to be there. There's probably a world where some touring could have happened during the strike, but we didn't know what was going to end. And so it didn't happen.
1: I want to talk about when we get to San Francisco, this is a very specific local joke, not even a joke, a conversation. I need to talk about the Yerba Buena landmass. Oh, it's it surprised me when I just saw it over Christmas. I don't like it. I'm not for it. I need to talk about it. So come prepared to talk to me about the Yerba Buena landmass, whether you're for or against.
0: All right, homework. I don't even know what the fuck this is, but I'm. I
1: guess it's just called Yerba Buena Island. But I, that's part of the issue. I'm not going to learn.
0: I'm not going to learn. That's a thing. You know me. I don't know what it is, and I choose to not find out. Right, um, you're going
1: to find out February third at cops.
0: Seven p.m. <laughs> Get your tickets now. Three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three three eight nine race. Yes. Peace. This is